I don't know. It was the weirdest fucking experience ever. Erin is a self-proclaimed authenticity expert who stopped subscribing to the bullshit a long time ago. A two-time survivor of sexual violence, she knows that in order to find true happiness, you've got to do some work on yourself for yourself. Jen has battled anorexia for 11 years with many ups and downs. She is currently working to find true recovery and sharing her journey along the way. Finding authenticity is all about being true to ourselves without having to apologize for it. So stay tuned for all the mental health, adulting, self-development, and day-to-day musings for us And welcome to the Finding Authenticity podcast with Erin and Jen. Hello and welcome back to the Finding Authenticity podcast. This week we're giving you a nice, light, and fun, funky, fresh episode. (laughs) Since last week and the next couple of weeks are going to be a little more intense, we're going to keep it light today, talking about some funny dating relationship boy stories but you know how we do it here on the finding authenticity podcast (laughs) misty um how rude (laughs) this is not your episode (laughs) we'll have you on at a later date okay (laughs) please keep all commentary until after (laughs) but you know how we do it here jen we got to our check-in so how are you doing i am pretty good actually it's been a nice couple of days uh this week has gone by really fast but also i still don't really know what day of the week it is because canada day was in the middle and now i'm like what isn't isn't it monday no it's friday makes no sense but um canada day was lots of fun we got to hang out in your backyard and play in the kiddie pool and yeah it was a good time i don't know can't complain really things are pretty good nothing super exciting for me to update about but you know aaron (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean same here things are i can't complain i'm still a happy little bean i loved our canada day celebration i thought it wasn't gonna happen for a minute and then it did and everything was so good and i just remember you saying i can't wait till next year when we can have a normal canada day celebration and i'm like jen you realize we did this exact same thing last year (laughs) When the world was totally normal. Yeah, that's very true. And you know what? It's fun. I had a freaking blast. Like, we were just dancing and, like, listening to music. And, yeah, I was very concerned that I hadn't gotten my corona test results back until, like, 2 o'clock that day. Because we were like, oh, it's not going to happen. We're just going to be lonely little losers. Lonely little losers, but it's okay. The Corona gods blessed us. They did, and we had a great Canada Day. Yeah, in our kiddie pool party, which still counts because I think it was a great time. It was a fabulous time. Yeah, I don't know. It's like things are good. I the weather has been hot as fuck, which has been nice and also disgusting depending on the day and the humidity level. But I mean, I can't complain because winter sucks balls. Yeah, it was so cold and dreary for so long. That's kind of nice. Hello, Misty. Erin's <gasps> obsessed with my cat. Who I is... just want her to love me because she constantly rejects me. She, uh, she does that to a lot of people. But yeah, I think things have been good. I feel like the world is starting to feel more normal, which is really nice. But I would also really like to start working again. 
I miss having a job. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly, it's just crazy because it feel it does definitely feel more normal, but it's just scary knowing that mm-hmm. there's shit going on down in like Florida. <laughs> like, please don't let that happen here. And honestly, I don't think it will. And it's just crazy to think of like what's gonna happen over the next few months. Like, we can't just keep relocking down and reopening up and. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Weird times. Weird times are Yeah, for real. I also have a special new person in my life. That's pretty much all I'm going to say about that right now. (laughs) (laughs) The way you said that, though, your voice. Yes, that's that's all we're going to say as of right now. Details to come. But this episode will be interesting because I feel like we'll be generalizing about men. Oh, 100%. Cue the song. (laughs) I'm going to be over here like... I'm happy. Na, 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 na. <laughs> to be fair, I'm not unhappy right now either. Um, That's true. <gasps> wow, we're in a weird time. I know, because I normally, I'm just always unhappy about men. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens. And on that note, let's get into today's topic. You guys want to hear some hot mess express stories about our dating life i know i do this is gonna be a real good episode so if you don't listen to anything else listen to this one i think i say that every episode because you should literally listen to all of them because they're all fabulous okay that's all (laughs) love us subtle plug for ourselves in our own podcast (laughs) who wants to start us off um well do we want to start with the good the bad the The ugly? ugly I don't know. Hit me with whatever. Do we have enough good stories? Like, I don't think we've... I only have one good story, <laughs> I think. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, but, like, that's not entertaining either. No, exactly. So. My my one good story is, like, yeah, good enough that it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, any other good dates haven't really stood out. The bad ones. I've do. had some really good dates where then I get ghosted afterwards and I don't really understand what happened. Yeah. Do you know the one specific one I'm talking about? We went to Industria. He wore a leather jacket. I wish I could say his name, but I legitimately don't remember it. He had a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. It was, oh my like, God. so good. It was, like, I know the guy with the socks on the Tinder profile. Yes. Yeah. The socks. <laughs> if you could read this for me, why? Yeah. <laughs> we both match this man, so. <laughs> I love what happened that's so funny yeah that's the best when you like send me a photo i'm like oh i've talked to that one before (laughs) for like two seconds then i got bored which is why right now was a very interesting time for me classic jen never giving anyone a chance ever except now you want to tell the first story sure all right um let's start with best dates because it'll just get more entertaining as we go along that way you know Mm, yeah so the best date I ever had was in fourth year university. And so I matched this guy on Tinder and we like planned to go on a date or whatever. So I went to elementary school with this guy and he was like a couple years older than me, but we were both in the same city for like post-secondary and he was at like a college and I was at the university in London. So I don't, he didn't remember me because like I was younger and also, I look way different now than I did in elementary school. It was like a whole new human. So our first date, he wanted to go bowling. And I'm like, okay, sure, sounds good. Honestly, I fucking hate bowling. It's just not my thing. But, you know, when a guy asks you to go on a date, go bowling, 
you might say yes if he's cute enough. Um, so we went and we were bowling and we got drinks and then we like played pool because it was like one of those places that has all those fun things. And then at the end of the date, he's like, oh, like, do you have to go home or anything? Or like, can I show you something? And I'm like, okay, oh, you bow chicka wow wow. <laughs> no, that is not what he was asking. Are you sure? <laughs> well, listen, and maybe maybe you'll okay, find sorry. out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we went out to his car and like the back bumper of his car had like fallen off. It wasn't the bumper. It was like. I don't even know what part of the car it was, but part of his car had, like, fallen off. So he, like, just took it off and put it in the trunk. And I was like, okay, weird. Um, but anyway, so he was in, like, the music recording program at Fanshawe. So uh, he, like, drove me over to the school. And I was like, what are we doing? And then he, like, took me into the recording studio and showed me how to mix tracks in the... I remember this story. Yeah, in the recording studio. And... It was just so cool and so different and not something that I ever would have thought to have happened on a date. And also, like, I used to be so into music when I was younger. So it was, like, the inner child in me was like, oh, my God, this is so freaking cool. I was also pretty drunk. So when he asked me to, like, he's like, oh, here, this is what you do. Try it. I'm like, I'm going to fuck this up. I'm like, I'm not all here right now. But anyways, that was, like, prime first date. So I went home and I was, like, super happy. I was like, wow. Not all men suck, but let me continue with this saga <laughs> because I never dated this man, so clearly something went wrong. So on our first date, he asked me what my favorite movie was, and I said The Lion King because, you know, if you know me, you know I love Disney. Also, Lion King is just a classic movie. So on our second date, we, like, went over to his apartment and built a fort and watched The Lion King, and it was super cute. And then third date, we made homemade pizzas so this man was like on a very good track record with good dates and we had some fun times and we hung out a couple other times after that he came to like a party we were throwing at my house um all that kind of stuff but then that winter I went to Florida for Christmas and well like right after Christmas and so he texted me while I was still in Florida being like oh do you want to go to Leafs game and I was like well yeah but I'm not in the country so I can't and then after that he ghosted me and got a girlfriend like a month later so that's awkward I know it was really sad I was like this man had so much potential and then last summer randomly I go to downtown Toronto with my mom we are like walking out of the the go train station and he's standing there with his girlfriend and I'm like oh hi like he didn't see me but it was very weird but yeah that's my like best date story in a nutshell know if i have any of the first dates that really stand out to me that much there was a guy i had like a a brief thing with over the summer a couple of years ago who uh, at first seemed very wonderful and then i realized he was just trying to like live out a nicholas sparks movie yeah so it very quickly became clear that he didn't it wasn't genuine it was just like i've gotten these ideas (laughs) from the movies and I'm going to try and woo you with them. And it just, it didn't really work. He was a little strange. Never really dated before. Oh no. <laughs> was very innocent. Was in his basement once. And he like, <laughs> I'm scared. You know how like some guys want you to like dirty talk them? Yes. He wanted me to just like to talk to him seductively in like a southern country girl accent. <laughs> 
no, no. But the first time we hung out though, because we had we were like co-workers, I like thought we were just going on a hike or something, and then it was actually kind of romantic. And he like we like started slow dancing in the forest. And I was like, okay, this is so weird. But oh, also, like I kind of into it. Oh my god, that's like a Taylor Swift song. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, what's happening? And then I realized um, that's like his only move. Yeah. Because then one time he drove. You know that country song? It's like slow dance in a parking lot or something. Mm -hmm. He then quite literally drove me to a Walmart parking lot um, and tried to slow dance with me after I proceeded to get very angry with him uh, because he was deeply in love with this other girl that we worked with like for years. They'd known each other for years. And I was like, you can't like have me as a placeholder in case she like rejects you. It was a whole dramatic thing. And so I was getting upset at him, and his solution to that was, let's go slow dance in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> Can you imagine driving into a Walmart parking lot? There's just two people, like, dancing. I was like, what is this? Get me out. <laughs> One of my best dates ever was with my shittiest ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Beautiful. He <laughs> had, like, two younger brothers. They were twins, so they were... He was a three years older than me, and his brothers were a year older than me. So we did like a, a triple date out as like the couples, and that was really fun. And we went to the wineries in Prince Edward County. There's one winery there that also has a petting zoo attached to it. So I was like running around with all these like little duckies, and they had pigs, and it was truly like the greatest date I've ever been on. And it like made me forget that he was really shitty. <laughs> I would like to go back and experience that with a much better individual. I mean, maybe you can. I'm gonna make it happen. Me and unknown man. <laughs> we need like a code mystery name. man. I've talked about it, and I've told him that that's like the best date I've ever been on. Because yeah. I was just like, I was tipsy. There was wine and pigs. What more can I ask for? Literally, wine so and pigs. That's and all you ice need. Ice cream after. Oh my god, just gets Perfect better and date. better. Absolutely. I love that. Oh, then he was a chauvinistic asshole, and you know. <laughs> We digress. <laughs> yeah, you know, it didn't turn out as, as good as we'd hoped, but... Uh, I have too many men that, like, come back. You know? Yeah. Like, I feel that. hit it and quit it, and then six months later, they're like... They're up in your Snapchat, like, hey! hey! <laughs> and you're like, uh-uh! <laughs> no, 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 no. Literally, my entire life is, like, these men just popping back into my life at random intervals. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about you. One time dated this very nice Christian boy and helped him discover that he had, that he had a foot fetish. Oh my lord. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, he just like hadn't had a lot of experience and really liked feet. And at that point, it wasn't in like a sexual way. I just got like a lot of foot rubs, mm-hmm. like a lot of foot massages. It was actually quite nice. <laughs> and then I was like, you really like feet? And he's like, yeah, I do. And I'm like, do you think that's like a a thing for you he's like oh i don't know <laughs> i was like i think it might be like you want to touch my feet every time i see you <laughs> yeah i don't love that no well i mean like the foot rubs definitely love that part but that's so funny yeah i've had like a couple well one of them was like a tinder meetup date situation mm. um so like i was studying at the library at school and this guy had graduated, but, like, still lived in London and was like, oh, I'll come meet you at the library. And I was like, okay, sure, whatever. Like, library, public place. Um, 
so he like shows up and i'm like ooh, you know when you just look at them and you're like oh that's not what i was expecting from what you were projecting <laughs> like kind of i think his photos might have just been old but he like showed up and i was like oh no I gotta get out of this. So I'm like texting my roommates and my friends. I'm like, okay, I need you to call me with an emergency. <laughs> so someone finally called me, and then I just like moved to a different floor of the library. That was awkward for sure. Have you ever had somebody after a first date tell you that they're gonna marry you? I have not. I've had that happen. Why does that not even surprise I me? <laughs> I'm like, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> we were just like saying goodbye. And he's like, I've never met a girl like you before. Like, I just know I'm going to marry you. And I'm like, that's one way to scare her off. You're boy. probably not. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> Thanks. That's enough. That's so funny. Oh, my God. <gasps> oh, my God. I just thought of one hilarious date story that incorporates both of us somehow a little bit. Does it involve the realtor man? It does. <laughs> Uh, okay, so this was, oh my goodness, like a year and a bit ago. Yeah, so I was bowling with people from work, and then I was like, oh, I'm gonna go meet up with this guy. So he, like, picked me up and took me to Earl's, which is, like, a restaurant. I like Earl's. Yeah, um, so I guess we, like, made jokes about how you never know who someone is on Tinder. Like, they could be a serial killer. And then he starts, like, continuing with this joke as he's, like, driving me. I'm also, like, a little tipsy at this point. So I'm like, maybe, maybe he is a serial killer. We get to Earl's, and I'm like, oh, what do I do? Like, I have to get out of this. I'm really just, it's a big no for me. So we, like, get drinks, and then I think I, like, finish the drink super fast, call an Uber without, like, really telling him, but like, kind of having my phone out so that he could, like, look over and be like, oh, are you calling an Uber? I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. I just got to go home. I really... I don't like you. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> this was like a very fast interaction too. This man was probably like, why did I just waste my fucking time? Um, but I was like, I don't want this man to know where I live. If he's potentially a serial killer. <laughs> okay, but like um, what good serial killer is going to tell you that they're a serial killer? Okay, stop ruining my story. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, I got an Uber and I went home. And then... Um, summer comes around and Aaron goes on a date with this guy and like sends me a photo of him like oh my god this is the same guy from this story and she's like oh my god that was you he told me that story (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that was yeah he did I forgot he told me that story on our first date because we were talking about how senses of humor don't align and you can like learn pretty quickly if someone's gonna vibe with what you find funny or if your jokes are a little bit out there and then he told me that story and how the girl got like so freaked out that she like called an uber in the middle of the date and then just left and then lo and behold it was you (laughs) oh my god i'm actually dead oh i love myself (laughs) oh that was a good one i totally forgot about that one too oh 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 my god this isn't necessarily a dating story um but it's about how men have the absolute audacity. <laughs> Love that. Okay, let's air it. Jen, you know this one well. It's about this sliding into the DMs reminded me of it. So this guy from the gym. Jen's face. She knows what I'm talking about. I'm excited. Slid into the DMs. Seemed nice enough. Was like, hey, I've seen you working out at 5 a.m. 
I'm like, wow, you think I look good at five in the morning? Thank you. <laughs> so we're talking, like, all was going well. It was polite. Um, this was also, like, a month and a half ago, so it wasn't, it was during quarantine, so it's not like anything was really going to happen. So we're just, like, talking every so often, and then, like, past dating histories come up, and turns out the man's a little bit of a slut shamer. <laughs> More like a lot of one. <laughs> and proceeds to you know, insult me and tell me how unattractive that is and essentially that like women who do that are gross and less desirable and like why would i want to talk to you if you're like that and i was like um okay yeah like you don't have to you don't have to talk to me i'm good i know what i'm doing i'm happy about it sorry that you're insecure and feel like sex is taboo that sucks for you and i was like no i'm outie because um i don't need to take that that's rude goodbye sir and then the next day he texts me again, being like, oh, you're actually not going to talk to me anymore? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. <laughs> you just told me you think I'm gross. <laughs> so, like, also, why do you want to talk to me then? He's like, well, I kind of just expected you to, like, take what I was saying and then keep talking to me. And I'm like, I'm sorry, are you interested in a person or a doormat? I'm <laughs> unsure. Because that ain't me, honey. <laughs> He's like, you know, that's actually really hot. I'm like, I don't think you understand what you want. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think you're a little confused. You know, he did call me and then, to his credit, like, have a really nice apology. And But then after that, I was just like, no, man. If those are your views, we're not going to get along. And chances are, this is a deep-rooted insecurity issue you have with yourself. Ew, you sleep with other people? You're not a pure, virginal person for me? <laughs> Sir no <laughs> absolutely not didn't he like text you last week too and be like oh my god yes <laughs> i had I deleted the conversations and his number well i never added his number oh, okay. because he was never important enough That's to be valid. in my contact list and it was just like hey what are you up to tonight after not speaking to him for like three weeks and i just had this feeling that it was him and he's just he's so ugh like insecure yet like falsely full of himself i was like oh sorry like i don't have your number who is this and he's like oh ouch i'm like sorry who is this <laughs> he's like your least favorite person and i'm like probably not because the odds that they're texting me is very very low and then he said his name and I was like, I don't want to hang out with you. And then he just like kept texting me. Why are men like this? That they like don't respect your boundaries until you say that you're seeing somebody else. It's like, no, sorry. As a woman, I don't respect your boundaries. But as soon as you, you're like another man's, I will now respect your boundaries. Because I had to say that I was seeing someone for him to leave me alone. I fucking hate, like, are you kidding me? Like, if you, if I want you to leave me alone, leave me the fuck alone. I don't need to be involved with somebody else to not be interested in you. Especially after you've insulted me. Yeah, like this man. Oh, dear God. It's okay. I could probably kick his ass. No, 100%. Um, I was just thinking about like, this made me think of it, but not because he's like a horrible person or anything. <laughs> but like one guy who like keeps popping up into my life. This guy that I originally like went on a date with when I was in second year university. And things were fine. And like we were talking and whatnot. But then on st patrick's day that year we were like supposed to meet up at some point so he was at like a certain bar and me and my friends went and went to that bar we get to the bar he's like making out with some other girl i'm like okay like, i'm like all right well that sucks and then i started making out with another guy <laughs> because you know spite and then um i like pulled my head up i guess and heather heather is like my friend and she like pulls me away she's like jen like your nose is bleeding i'm like 
Oh my god. I hope that tasted real good for him. Oh my god, it was so embarrassing. So she like drags me to the bathroom and then her boyfriend was at the time was with us and he like has to say to the guy like, dude, like I think you should go wash your face. Oh, that was rough. Anyways, so this guy we like stopped talking after that because I was like, okay, you suck. Um, and then like randomly he will pop up in my Snapchat and my like Instagram DMs all the time. And then now he's randomly like popped up again and he lives far away. But he like, I don't know why this man loves me now. Men are interesting. They really are. In university, when I was like hanging around with frat guys, I had this one guy who just like kept popping in and out of my life romantically ish air quotes around romantically but he would constantly and like i mean that seriously like every time he had a girlfriend would try and cheat on his girlfriends with me every time like to no avail because we like we would hang around the same friend group and stuff and then we'd all like go home together like as like friends platonically and then he'd put himself in my bed and try and do things i was like um no, you have a girlfriend. What about your girlfriend? <laughs> We're long distance. It's so hard. But she's your girlfriend. I and fucking hate men. Because then years later, we went to the beach and it ended up being just as friends. Then later on, he was like, I don't know, like maybe this could be a date. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> sure. Like, that's fine. You're actually single this time. Yeah. So <laughs> we could go on a date. And then that's when I got the worst sunburn I've had since I was a small child because he was very bad at putting on sunscreen. Oh my god, this man. I couldn't move. I couldn't wear a shirt for like four days. Oh lord. It Jesus. was bad. That sounds awful. I would not recommend that experience. No. It wasn't worth it. Definitely not. Why are men such trash bags? Listen, but then you find a good one and you're just like, wow. Like, let me tell you, I had some long life chats last night with the guy that I'm currently involved with. And he was just like telling me the things that he likes about me and they're the things that other people have always had a problem with like the fact that i'm loud and opinionated but when he said it it was just like i love that you speak your mind and like you stand up for yourself and you you care about things and you're not afraid to express it and i was like wow (laughs) every other man i've ever been with has either found that to be a problem and wanted me to be more silent or was intimidated by it and it made them like insecure because they didn't know how to handle that but he's like no i love it it's so attractive it's like one of my favorite things about you and i'm like fine okay (laughs) (laughs) okay sounds good sure meanwhile i've had ex-boyfriends who've told me the things that i care about are stupid the only relationship i've ever really been in ah that's not true but yeah no my like actual boyfriend in second year broke up with me over text on my birthday so that was like a dating woe for sure and uh my first heartbreak and i sobbed and drank a lot and then proceeded to puke all over my carpet when i got home it was a good time Mm, my first heartbreak happened in high school and it was with my first boyfriend who was a year older than me and we were pretty off and on after the first eight months and then when it finally ended, like, we were okay. Not great. I was I was trying to win him back. But we still went to prom together. <laughs> of course. I went to his prom. And, man, I was just trying to be a little seductress. <laughs> I wanted this guy back. I love you. Instead of, like, the big, like, typical party after prom that people usually have, 
he like wasn't into that kind of stuff so him and all of his friends had a bit of a pool party afterwards so i was like perfect we're all gonna be half naked excellent he wasn't having any of it but then the day after his prom he texted me and was like aaron i never want to speak to you ever again oh no it's like yikes i ruined your prom didn't i oh my god harsh it's okay he just needed some time apart okay because then he went to university and i think eight six or eight months later he messaged me it was like, hey, I'm really sorry about all of that. I just needed some time away and didn't really know how to express it. Which, you know, fair. I was 18. I was his first girlfriend that he ever had. And um, we had been off and on for a while. So I, I respected that. And now we're very good friends. And he's up north planting trees, having fun sex parties. Because that's what they do. Oh, um, yes. You when you go tree planting. Man. Yeah. Yes. He, he became a very different person after we graduated. So interesting to see that. Eh? Like people who completely change after high school yeah. yeah i went on a date with my grade 10 crush like last year that was a, that was a highlight i really only went because he was my crush when i was in grade 10 because mm. i don't really think he's going far places that's one of my favorite things to have happen yeah is after high school having like the cool guys from high school like be interested in you yeah. suddenly i love that too it's a great time just makes you feel like yeah i know i glowed up you did. and you peaked in high school unfortunate for them I have one where like this guy picks me up for a date and it's like the middle of winter and his windows are down so I get in the car and I'm like what What is happening and he starts no he starts driving with the windows down I'm like it's fucking freezing I don't know what you're doing so he's like oh are you cold like do you want me to put the windows up I'm like yeah like (laughs) um yes please so then we like get to beer town and we're sitting in the parking lot and he's like oh yeah like i got a dui last year i'm like oh my god what is happening yeah so then but like i had to like carry out the date because he drove like i couldn't like walk home i mean i probably could have but it would take a while so then we like go into beer town it's super busy so we ended up going to like another restaurant that was right there that was less busy so we sit there and like i literally drink like one beer and i'm like okay how do i get out of here in a good way i somehow wrapped it up i can't even really remember i think i said i had to go somewhere i didn't but so like he drives me back home and i'm like oh thank god okay and i'm like i'm getting out of the car and he's like oh i don't get a kiss good night and i'm like no excuse me <laughs> like um so i was like ah. so like i peck him really fast and lean back and he's like that's it and i'm like yes please fuck off <laughs> i'm like yeah okay bye so i like get out and run inside i'm like oh my god that was horrific would not recommend i did think of another story so this was january 2019 set the scene (laughs) wait no was it february i don't know early 2019 there was this cruise called wad on the waves it was like a fitness cruise for like fitness people um mainly like crossfit athletes and stuff were like highlighted and there was workouts and anyway so my friend won a giveaway she couldn't go so she's like do you want the tickets i'm like yes <laughs> um yeah, of course i do so i was like trying to find but it was like very close to like when it was leaving it was like, a couple weeks before so i was trying to find someone who could come but like everyone was working and i had a couple friends from the states who were also going to be there so i wasn't like super concerned but i was like i get two tickets i don't waste one of them 
So there's this guy who, like all these other men we've talked about, was perennially in my DMs and like popping up in my Snapchat all over the place. So I was like, hey, do you want to (laughs) come? And he was like, sure. So then I ended up taking this guy on the cruise. We live in different cities, but we were like meeting at Toronto airport to get on the plane and our flight left early in the morning. So I get there super early, ready to go. And this man is like still not texting me and our flight leaves like in an hour. And I'm like, oh, this does not seem good. So he finally texts me and he's like, oh, like I'm running late, blah, blah, blah. I'll get there. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I get on the plane and he's like, oh, I just got to the gate, but they won't let me on because you're leaving soon or whatever. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's how it works. Like, <laughs> that's n- works. yeah, that's normally how it works. And it actually ended up that we got delayed for a while, and we hadn't, le- we didn't end up leaving for like another hour. And he probably could have got on, but whatever. So then he's trying to find another flight to get to Florida. So our our cruise left for Miami. So he got a flight to Fort Lauderdale, and then they were gonna like bus him to Miami. So I'm in Miami on the cruise. I meet up with my friends. I'm like, honestly, at this point, I don't really give a fuck. I'm having fun with my friends. And if this man doesn't make it, it's not my problem. So the cruise is supposed to leave at like two o'clock. So I think you have to, everyone has to be on board by like one. And this man texts me, and he doesn't have like a plan in the states. So he like texts me before he leaves i guess and is like or when he still has wi-fi at the airport and is like like go talk to them and like ask them if i can come on blah 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 blah. i'm like okay like i'll go ask oh my god i feel so embarrassed i'm like so like my friend is uh mr flight and like he and he's like yeah okay 130 latest that anyone could get on the boat i'm like okay cool great bless you so this man is like texting me and he's like okay like we're on the way I'm like, okay. And then I guess he got there literally like five minutes after they'd closed the gates. And he wasn't the only one. So him and like a couple other people were left behind. And I'm just like, okay, well, (laughs) bye. And then they decided to fly to the Bahamas where we were like docking and get on the boat there. And I was like, is that even allowed? Like, I don't even know. And he's like, yeah, like a couple of us are going to do it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, like do whatever you want. Like you can just go home. Like I I know. I don't know why this man did not give up. And then we get to the Bahamas and there's still like no real sign of him, blah, blah, blah. I'm with my friends and I've met a bunch of other people too. This girl and her boyfriend come to us at breakfast and they're like, oh, like we just heard this guy talking in the uh, cafeteria saying he like missed his flight and then he missed the cruise and then he had to fly or fly to the Bahamas. And I'm like, oh my God, it's fucking him. So I go back to my room before we go out to the like the beach at the Bahamas and his stuff is in there. So I'm like, okay, he's here. I don't know where the fuck he is, but he's here somewhere. So he eventually like bought the Wi-Fi on the ship and we eventually like met up and I was like, okay, cool. But this man, oh my God, I don't even understand. He did not touch me the entire trip. Not like I was expecting it or anything, but like at least let's discuss it. Let's like, if we want to be here platonically, there's a bunch of other people that I could meet and like mingle with. It was just so weird. And like all my friends were like, oh no, like it's good. Like blah, blah, blah. We like him. And he was funny. Like he was good to hang out with. But it was just so strange. Yeah, you'd think he would, after being in your DMs for so long. Right? Like, having showed interest, you'd think that, you know, something would have happened. Or, like, yeah. Or even... Like, a conversation. Yeah. Or even just be like, hey, you know what? Like, I'm not interested. I'm like, cool. I'm not offended. It's not like we've... It's not like I've spent a lot of time with you. It's fine. And then we, we like, just went our separate ways when we flew home and got 
the plane. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what was that? I was like in shock. I'm like, I don't understand. Um, and it was so annoying because like literally I could have just done my own thing. I don't care. But like not knowing is frustrating, you know? I texted him like, oh, like I had a good time. Hopefully like, we can hang out in the future, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, sure. And then a couple weeks later, he posts a Snapchat story. His leg and like a girl's leg and they were both wearing camo pants. And it was like, get you a girl who matches you or something like that. I know. I just threw up. It's disgusting. But I was like, what the fuck? He definitely just used you to go on like I know. I don't even care about that. At least just tell me. I don't like I'm not going to be offended. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you want to go platonically, cool, let's do it. I don't care. But don't be up in my DMs telling me all this shit and then not say anything when we are, I don't know, it was the weirdest fucking experience ever. But I had a great time with my friends. I've come to understand that so many of them talk a big game, but then have zero follow through. For real. And just kind of expect it to happen for them. Or, chances are that you guys aren't actually that good of a match. Because there's people who, for some people, are terrible, but I'm sure are better for other people. Like, I've had, I've been the shitty one in relationships before, but I'm not like that every single time. So, sometimes it's just like, you know, wrong person, but other times, y'all just shitty, including myself. (laughs) No, for sure. And girls can be shitty, too. The thing that I hate about most guys is they just don't tell you what they're thinking or what they're feeling. I'm not going to be, like, I'm literally not going to be offended. It's harder for me when it comes out in some other way. One of the many a frat guys I had a brief fling with. Also, how do I graduate university and still continue to find frat guys? You can take the girl out of the sorority, but you can't take the sorority out of the girl. (laughs) I mean, my mom's dating a frat guy, too. and (laughs) Oh, my God. That's amazing. You can't ever escape it. Greek life follows you forever. <laughs> wow. Okay. Anyway, um, this man was extremely problematic. Multiple girls in my sorority were afraid of him, and I did not learn this information until after I was already involved. And then I was like, this is a problem. And then I had some very poignant conversations with him. Hey, buddy, <laughs> when you get drunk, You make people uncomfortable. And then we stopped seeing each other. But before all that, we were in the frat house one night and we were like seeing each other, but no one knew yet. And the plan originally was for nobody to know because you know, news travels fast in Greek life. Everyone knows all your business. So I wasn't ready for that yet. And then I got drunk and started making out with him in the middle of the party. So I kind of blew my own cover there. Whoops. Um, But then he brings me home and you know, we like watch a movie and fall asleep, whatever. And this man wakes up, rolls over in the most like WWE wrestling style kind of way, elbow first into my face and goes, why are you here? You asked me to come here with you. He's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, yeah, you did. Why else would I be in your bed with you? He had forgotten. He had blacked out and forgotten that he wanted me to come home with him. Also, elbows you in the fucking face. I know. We were both extremely hungover, too. Like, I started to cry Aww. because I had such a bad headache, so an elbow to the face. Oh, no. That's the last thing I wanted. Oh, that actually reminds me of a... Actually, no, I'll save this for a later a later episode. A Drunk Jen Stories episode. <gasps> oh, my God, another story. So, this man, we had, like, kind of, like, stopped seeing each other, whatever, but our friend groups would, like, still see each other out at the bars and stuff and talk because we all got along and we had a lot of fun when we all got together. And then one of his friends started to show interest in me, 
but he felt very guilty about it because I had been with his like best friend beforehand. So he came home with me, nothing really happened, but we stayed up late talking about stuff, just having conversations. And he then became very dramatic and would drunkenly text and call me and be like, I'm out front of your apartment building. I really want to be with you, but I just can't because, you know, I can't do it. I can't, but I let me in. I want to see you, but I can't be with you. So that goes on for a little while. And then I'm talking to him being like, you, you genuinely have interest in me. Like you've told me, like we've had these deep conversations. And he's like, no, you don't know anything about me, blah, 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 blah. I then proceeded to remind him of the story about his grandfather that he told me. Cause he like wears his grandfather's watch and everything. And he's like, how did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> you told me. He's <laughs> like, no, I didn't. I'm like, how the fuck else would I know that? That's not just like on your Instagram. <laughs> I'm a mind reader, bitch. <laughs> so I, I tell the guy I had originally been with that this is all going on because like I felt bad. I was like, you're lying to your friend and having these weird, dramatic, drunken moments out in front of my apartment. <laughs> Weirdo. Oh my God. He also then slid into my DMs like two and a half years later. And I was like, no, no. no. I think that is about all we have for our stories today. But... I hope you enjoyed them. <laughs> if you did enjoy this episode, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, all those fun things. And if you have a bad dating story, honestly, come share it with us. We are more than happy to commiserate with you. And if you want us to share your story, we're, we will gladly do that as well. Maybe we'll make another episode and we'll have like submissions <laughs> of bad sto date stories. So I hope you guys had a wonderful week and we will catch up with you guys next Monday. Bye.